0: Hello and welcome to Intuitive Business with Seeking Wilder, a podcast sharing stories from inspiring business owners and entrepreneurs through the lens of salt tarot and astrology. I'm Courtney Wilder, intuitive coach and business astrologist at Seeking Wilder. I hope you're ready to dive deep. Hello and welcome. I am so looking forward to spending some one-on-one time with you today, to giving you some insight into the current astrological transits and how to make the most of those, not only in your personal life, but in your business as well. I'll also be talking into upper limits and what happens when you meet your upper limit and how to move through that with ease. I'm also going to be talking into surrender today and how surrender is such a powerful practice as a business owner, especially if you are a mama in business. I'm sure it's something that pops up a lot Now, as I'm about to speak into the current astrological transits, this is where it can be really beneficial if you have your personal and business birth chart handy. Definitely not a requirement, as I'll be speaking about these transits in a really general way. But if you do know where these signs show up in your personal and business's birth chart, this is how you begin to really work in alignment with the energy that you're currently moving through. These are the areas of your life and business that are being highlighted by this energy. So this is how you make the most out of it. This is how you move through your life and your business with so much more ease and intention. Now, if you don't know how to pull up your birth chart or your business's birth chart, you can go back and listen to the business of birth charts episode, which is in the link in the show notes. Or you can reach out and book a one-on-one session with me where we will dive into your personal and business chart and really help you get that clarity and guidance and validation that comes from understanding all of the incredible points and insights that are in your birth chart. If you are listening to this episode today on its day of release, Mercury, the planet of our thought and communication has just moved into cancer. And this energy I feel inspires us to maybe be a little bit more empathetic in the way that we do speak to others and communicate to others as well. I also feel like it has us really desiring to speak into the sustainable practices of our business or where we have that long-term security that we're desiring for our business and how to create that. With this Mercury in Cancer Energy, I can see it play out in two ways, depending on how much you have worked with the Cancer Energy that's in your birth chart. Sometimes it can have you keeping your cards to your chest and only wanting to reveal things to people that make you feel safe and secure. Or it can inspire you to become really expressive as well, to really be speaking on a felt experience, which can be really beautiful. What I would love for you to do while Mercury's in Cancer for the next couple of weeks is to look to your business's birth chart and ask yourself in this area of my business, whatever house is highlighted, if there's any planetary bodies that you have in cancer, ask yourself, is there anything here that I'm really desiring to express? Is there anything that I'm really desiring to speak into to perhaps have a more heartfelt, emotional conversation from this area of my business, of my life? And it's Cancer energy. So it's taking a moment to feel into what you are really desiring to express. Maybe you're wanting to speak on something that happened in the past. Maybe you're wanting to draw on a beautiful memory, a memory that you had in your own life or a memory that you had in your business that connects you to that sense of your root and belonging. And you're wanting to express that through your branding, expressing that on your social media. Perhaps there are memories from the past that are really inspiring. You to build your future. Now, today, also, Mars, the planet of our drive and our motivation, has moved into Taurus. And this energy really inspires us to come back to quality over quantity mars in taurus for me does feel like getting the work done when you're passionate about it but also ensuring that there is pleasure while you're doing the work as well making the work that you're doing the drive the thing that you're heading towards also a really pleasurable experience mars in taurus also feels like being really inspired and motivated by your values. So again, you can look to your personal chart. You can look to your business chart and see where this energy is lighting up in those charts, especially in that area of your life and of your business that is highlighted by Taurus, which is ruled by Taurus in your own charts. Check in On your values in that area? Are you aligned with your values? Are you allowing yourself to be motivated and driven by your values in this area of your life and business? Now, we will be in this energy for the next few weeks. So, you don't need to rush out and do that today. I mean, it would be beneficial because the transit has just happened, but it's just reminding yourself that this is the energy that you'll be moving through for the next couple of weeks. So, this is where we just want to give a little bit of our focus and a little bit of our attention and intention at this time. And if you are looking to your birth chart and you can see that Cancer or Taurus rules over a certain house or you have certain planets in there and you have absolutely no idea what the houses actually mean and how that connects to an area of your life and an area of your business, reach out to me. Send me a screenshot of your charts in my DMs. I am at Seeking Wilder. I would absolutely love to give some supportive little tidbit for you and really pull you back into focusing which area of your life and your business will be amplified by this energy. So do not hesitate to reach out. I'm always so curious about people's birth charts. Now, something that I wanted to speak to you about was upper limits. I first heard about upper limits in Gay Hendrick's book, The Big Leap. An upper limit is a psychological block often that we put on ourselves. It's a form of self-sabotage that we use to keep ourselves safe and keep ourselves small. What can happen is we can have this belief that this is as good as it can get, that I can make this certain amount of money, that I can be as fulfilled in my relationship or my work as this limit that we set onto ourselves. And then what happens is we begin approaching that upper limit. Often we can self-sabotage. We can trip ourselves up. Instead of breaking through that limit, we can keep falling into that pattern of, yes, only ever having that same amount of money. And we see that a lot that comes up in people's money stories is they make more and more money but they're spending more and more money. So they still feel trapped by that certain amount of limit that they have subconsciously set in themselves. The reason why I wanted to speak about upper limits today, and I thoroughly recommend reading Gay Hendricks book is because I myself am currently moving through hitting an upper limit. And it's interesting. (laughs) Interesting is one word, but I would say Aligned, it makes absolutely sense based off my personal birth chart and what I'm going through that I am currently being faced with an upper limit. So, personally, my Chiron. Chiron is the asteroid of our inner wounding or our wounded teacher, our wounded healer. And often when it's being highlighted, we have a little bit more tendency to self-sabotage in that area of our life. My personal Chiron is in Cancer. So the sun is illuminating that energy in my life. And I am currently in the process of publishing a book, which is very, very exciting exciting. This book is something that I've dreamed of doing since I was a little girl. I always wanted to be an author. I always wanted to be an author to have a published book. I have books on books on books all in my house. I absolutely love them. I've always loved writing and writing poetry and sharing my words. Yet I had this belief that while I had such a desire to be an author, that it just wasn't for me. I was here to share my words on the internet, perhaps, but never to actually have a physical, tangible book. It's interesting. So many people from my family have had the same desire to write and to share, and nobody has gone through the formally publishing process. So I also saw that maybe that is a dream that isn't meant to happen. And that was an upper limit that I was putting on myself. Now that I'm in the process of publishing and my books are now currently available for pre-order, you can head to the link in the show notes to check that out. But I have been feeling that tension of meeting that upper limit throughout this process a lot. Throughout this process, I have felt that pull within me to step back, to shrink back, to drop out, to be like, actually, no, maybe this isn't meant to be shared. All of those limiting beliefs and limiting thought patterns have popped up and been like, restrict, restrict, restrict contract, contract, contract. And it would have been very easy for me to go, "Mm, all of this doubt is coming up. Actually, maybe this isn't right the right moment and give it all up, which would have been me allowing myself to stay at that upper limit. Instead, I've been holding myself first up, I've been holding myself with a lot of compassion. I haven't been shaming myself for the fact that these intrusive thoughts, that these limiting self-beliefs have popped up and arose through this process. I haven't gone into the spiral of guilt and shame and been like, I can't believe with all of the work that you've done on yourself, these thoughts are still coming back. Instead, I've been holding such wonderful, nurturing compassion for myself and being like, it is completely understandable that this is happening. This is really big that this is happening, but you deserve to be celebrated and held through. I've been doing a lot more self-nurturing and compassionate practices to ground myself down, to ground down my nervous system, which has been wanting to spike and spiral a little bit with this transition. So, something that I want you to think about, not just when your Chiron is being highlighted, because Often when things are going really great in our lives and in our business, we will find that we will have a tendency to self-sabotage often in a different area of our lives because for so many people, they have the belief that if something good is happening, something bad either has to happen or when everything is going great, it's like, oh, everything is going so well. For example, my business is really taking off. I have more clients than ever. Maybe just in my relationship, I'm going to do a little bit of self-sabotaging just to knock myself down a peg. So it can be really beautiful, confronting, but beautiful to examine the upper limits that you've put on yourself. First off, one big one often to look at, is finances and money. Do you have the belief that you're only ever able to make a certain amount of money? And maybe you're only ever able to make five figures and not six figures or six figures and not seven figures. And that's where you limit yourself. You cut yourself off. Every time you get close to crossing that threshold, you know, suddenly a big bill comes up or you spend your money elsewhere or something happens that sort of knocks you down there. And just looking to see if there's a bit of a pattern there, or maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe there's a of you that when things are going really great in your relationship, that suddenly you start looking for problems or looking for things to happen or looking to create tension. And just examining those beliefs that pop up. Maybe it's in business with the amount of clients that you have and you get to that stage and then you overwhelm yourself and you're like, oh, I can't take anyone else on. Maybe you fall into that pattern of it can only be me. I can't bring on support. I can't bring on a team. And that's a way that you're limiting yourself. So I really want you to just have a little bit of a reflection and examination process of some of the upper limits that may be playing out in your life and if that does happen, if things are going really great and you're getting to that upper limit and you're feeling that maybe that contraction within you, maybe it's a pit in your stomach or maybe it's a lump in your throat, whatever it is for you. And it's like, oh, shrink back, contract back, maybe self-sabotage here. Maybe do something to knock yourself down a peg instead of going into shame or guilt. Can you hold compassion for yourself in that moment? Can you hold compassion and then ask yourself when you set this limit, what is it that that part of you needs? For myself, organizing the publishing of my book, organizing a big celebration and a massive book launch, which you will be able to get tickets to organizing those things. I'm like, oh, there's that part of myself that's like, oh, you shouldn't be celebrating yourself in this way. So I sat with it and I'm like, where did this begin? And for me, it began with growing up in a cult and not being allowed to celebrate birthdays. And my book launch is actually going to be on my birthday. So it's a birthday book launch and it is going to be a massive celebration. So for myself, I'm like, no, that's this, reprogramming that I'm giving myself, that I am so worthy of being celebrated in this really big way and creating this really beautiful party to not only make an impact on the lives of those who will be getting this book, but on myself as well. So it can be such a beautiful, compassionate, expanding process when we take that time for reflection and self-compassion. Now, another thing that has been popping up a lot, especially in cancer season, so over the past couple of weeks, but also always is the practice of surrender. I talked about this on my stories and the amount of responses and feedbacks I got back was Phenomenal, but not surprising. One of the biggest lessons that I have learned from being a mum in business is the lesson of surrender. There are times when I would love to time block and I book things in for certain days and certain times, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be able to get that work done while my son is napping. And then he'll skip his nap or something will happen. And all of those plans fall to the wayside. And it's so easy to instantly go into that frustration and that irritation because I had set, I had set in my mind that this outcome was going to happen and then it doesn't. Something that was a mantra when I was a child, it was something that I used to say all the time was, oh, well, oh, well. And I have brought the mantra of oh, well back because I realized that as a self-employed business owner, as the CEO of my own business, often I am the one that is setting the deadlines. And instead of forcing myself to meet a deadline and burning myself out and getting frustrated when things don't go to plan, I just take a moment and I'm like, if I fully surrendered into this, what would that feel like? What would it feel like to just surrender and say, oh, well, and maybe push back a deadline? Often I'm my own boss. I can push deadlines back. But what would it be if I just was like this energy of frustration and irritation that is bubbling up because there is tension here and it's not the right timing or I'm being pulled in a million different directions, whatever I create in this energy, in this space, isn't going to feel good. As I've spoken about in previous episodes, it gets to be easy. So when that tension was bubbling up and suddenly my mindset was like, oh, this isn't easy. Instead of going into that and spiraling into that frustration and irritation, and this is hard and that inner tantrum that wanted to come up, I was like, deep breath. How can I make it easy? How can I make it fun? And there's been times where there's like. Like trauma response in my body and that part of me that wants to roar. So, as a mom in business, I'll be playing with my son and I'll be like, let's play dinosaurs and I will roar it out. And usually he starts giggling and and then that makes me giggle as well and grounds me down. Sometimes I need to go and scream into a pillow. Sometimes I need to go to the op shop and buy a plate just to break it. Sometimes I need to go out into the backyard and punch a punching bag and release that or take my son down to the park and go for a run and play running races with him to shift out that energy. But I'm asking myself, what is it that I need in this moment to be able to surrender, to process and move myself out of this energy of frustration and irritation? The timing that I wanted to set isn't going to happen because the only person often that suffers from me not surrendering is myself, is 100% myself. Because when I don't surrender, often the mum guilt comes up, the mum shame comes up, the stories of I'm not doing enough and I can't be everywhere and I can't do everything. And that, that icky pressure that we put on ourselves. But when I ground it down to, oh, well, it is what it is. How can I make this easy? How can I make this fun? Things move a lot smoother. My son isn't feeding off that energy of tension or my staff aren't feeding off that energy of tension or whatever it is for you. You don't just have to be a mom in business to learn the lesson of surrender. And this is something that I implore you just to keep in the back of your mind. The next time you're feeling that tension, the next time you're getting into that energy of frustration of, oh, this is hard. Can you take a moment to breathe? to ground down, to ask yourself, how can this be easy? How can this be fun? If I were to surrender into this moment, what is it that I would need to be able to do that? And just see, see if that slightly changes for you see if it does end up bringing more ease and more pleasure and more fun and more joy into your business into your life rather than spiraling into shame or frustration now as i just gave you guys a glimpse into my book words of experience is now available for pre-order ah, that is just phenomenal for me to be able to say and express to you guys this book feels like my heart in print i Been working on this book for the past nine years. This book gives you an insight into the human experience, and I would like to say it's my love letter to the human experience. In this book, I feel like I am opening up my heart to give you guys a glimpse inside. It I share my experiences over the past nine years of. Growth and becoming, and heartache and grief, and breaking, and loving, and healing, and motherhood. And because celebration is so, so important to me, if you have been in one of my containers, if you have been to one of my courses, you'll know that I believe in the importance and the power of celebration, which is why I have set the book launch on my birthday, the 4th of September. This book actually began on my 23rd birthday. So it seemed like divine timing to release it On my 32nd birthday. So, if you are based in Perth, Western Australia, I would love, love, love for you to join me for my book launch for the Words to Experience book. It is going to be a night to experience. If you know me, if you have attended one of my events, you know that I do not do anything by halves. And That theme of experiencing that runs through the book will run through the evening as well the incredible vivacious Heidi Anderson will be our host for the evening. And I just know that she will be setting the tone of celebration myself and the incredible vocal wizard, Selena West will then be guiding you through a sound and spoken word journey as we move through the six main themes of the book and then ending the evening with more celebrations, with Perth's favorite DJ, DJ Katie Banks. And of course, time to meet me, to have your book signed. There will be delicious food. There will be drinks. There will be celebration. It's truly going to be a night to experience. And of course, you also get a copy of my book. So if you are available on the 4th of September and you are able to make it to Perth, Western Australia, I would love, love, love to have you there. I will be releasing a date for an online, online book launch, so keep your eyes and ears peeled for that Uh, but yeah I am so grateful to release this book and it's that divine timing my point of fortune in my personal birth chart is in cancer so while I have that planet of Chiron and that inner wounding but I also say Chiron is where our magic lies because when we get underneath and heal that wounding it's the magic we're here to share with the world I also have my point of fortune so this point in my chart that when I'm in that place of alignment and, and connection with myself brings in opportunities, brings in abundance and opportunities to expand. So this feels like a really potent time to be getting this out there because this book, honestly, is showing you all my woundings. <laughs> it's opening them up. It's allowing you to see and experience the things that I have been through. And then my hope is that it will inspire you to know that you are never alone in anything that you experience and that you were seen and that you are held and that you are loved. If you have any questions at all of any of this, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. My Instagram is at Seeking Wilder. And as I said at the start, looking to your birth chart, seeing what is being highlighted by cancer energy for Mercury for the next two weeks, seeing what is being highlighted by Taurus energy for that Mars energy for the next two weeks. And if you're not sure how to look that up in your chart, please reach out to me or send me a screenshot of your chart in my DMs. So, so much love and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. And that's our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for receiving our words into your heart. I would be endlessly grateful if you could review, subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. If what you heard today has piqued your interest, I would love to invite you to join my Soul Seeker subscription, a monthly offering where you really begin to understand the power and potency that comes with working in alignment with your personal birth chart. Not only will you learn how to work with the moon phases and the different astrological transits, you'll also get a deeper understanding of yourself through taroscopes, monthly moon circles, incredible guest expert speakers, guided meditations, an intimate Facebook community, and so, so much more, because I am so grateful that you listen to this podcast. I would love to offer you one month for free using the code podcast. Head to the link in the show notes to receive this beautiful gift. Thank you so much for being here and for allowing me to dive deep.